0: Service we ain't choking no more. Tell them my hopes and the Lord. The time for speaking is past. So let's reopen the doors. Guys, I am so excited. My live streaming service <clears throat> is through the like it just it sent me an update or I it got updated and wow, it is amazing. Um I I left my screen open here, but you know. That's okay. Off to a good start with technical difficulties. There we go. So, I can have multiple windows open now instead of closing something and sharing it, closing something and sharing it. I can just have them all open now. So, I can click through all the different articles or videos that I want to show you guys. And so... As always, I'm live on Twitter, which no one watches me on. That's okay. Twitter's kind of like a ghost land for conservatism or Christianity, so that's fine. Um, I'm on YouTube and Facebook. And guys, if you could comment and share this video, that would be awesome. Hey, Doug, what is up? I'm assuming I'll see you again before the end of the year, hopefully. Doug lives in Saskatchewan. And so I don't know where to start. You know, I, I had so many crazy things happen to me in the last couple days. Um, just dealing with work stuff, getting my getting my official letter asking me or telling me that I don't have a V status. And so therefore I'm being put on unpaid leave on January 1st. And it seems like there will be no recourse for that until uh it goes to arbitration, and obviously I still have not publicly talked about where I work. I'm just holding off on that for as long as possible and um yeah we're uh <clears throat> I've got multiple things to cover tonight now you've probably seen the cover of this or the, uh, you may have seen the title of this video and you're thinking C4 explosives. No, I'm talking about bill C4, but we will get to that in a minute. So guys, first thing that happened to me today, crazy time at work. So today, you know, um, someone came up to me at work at the, at the, uh, at the, at the work yard, we'll call it. And, um, you know, He wanted to talk to me about something between us because there's been some animosity or tension between us. And admittedly, it is probably my fault. So he said, hey, uh, I know what's happening here with the stance you're taking, and I just want to talk to you because I think it's better to not let things go if we're not going to see each other in the new year. Uh, And I kind of blew him off a little bit at the start and I said, uh, honestly, man, I don't think it's going to make much of a difference. Uh, I really don't think it matters at this point. And, uh, he didn't agree. So, so, uh, that worked out pretty good. Um, anyway, I was doing some stuff and he came back up to my truck after and he's just, you know, kind of, he wanted to be a little bit assertive with me, but, and that's fine. Um, based on what had happened between us. um, Basically, what it comes down to is I had a problem with how this guy treats other employees. And um, because I didn't think he'd listen, I was uh, basically working to, you know, gather up stuff and get him in trouble was basically my plan at one point because I just... Something about it just drove me nuts. <clears throat> I just don't like how he treats people. He's kind of a taskmaster, which is the word I use to describe him today. So, anyway, he started talking to me. I said, man, I don't even care, dude. So I hop out of the truck. I hug him. And I said, I'm sorry, man. I don't... Anything between us is over. I'm, I'm sorry. Any problem I had with you, I should have just came and talked to you. You know, and I teared up a little and it was crazy because, uh, realistically he teared up a little and that maybe he wouldn't want me to say that. I don't know. But, um, but we hugged and I said, look, man, I'm stupid. And, uh, I should have talked to you. Um, I like you. I like you too. Cause he had started off by softening me up and I said, I like you too. And, um, and, uh, yeah, there were some tears flowing this morning and, uh, you know, he was like, I forgive, I forgive you, so, you know, we're we're good, and I'm going to not complain about this person at all until I'm let go from my job. Hey, Robin, work is crazy. Um, I am doing okay, you know, just taking it one day at a time as we approach this thing together, this thing that's happening to uh, a lot of us. Um, there has been some good news, some not good news, and that's that's all there is to it. I just take it one day at a time. I'm gonna, you know what? No, we'll deal with all the. Nah, no, we'll move on. I'll move back. I have more to say about this stance of not taking the shot and losing your job. I have more to say about that. But first. But first, we are going to deal with some other stuff first. <clears throat> I can't help it. I've got some... It, it it reads like satire, but it's not. So we're going to just... Uh, we're just going to work through these. Is this the one? Yes. <laughs> so I don't know if you guys saw this, but a couple days ago, The Atlantic... The Atlantic posted an article called... Um, Is it safe to hang out with the unboosted? And uh, no, you actually can't make this stuff up. You cannot. So, then they later changed the name. So, let's see. We're going to read this off of Fox News. Um, I didn't even look for the original article because I didn't care, but... Starting on, it says, The Atlantic was ribbed after a change in an article originally titled, Is It Safe to Hang Out with the Unboosted to How to Socialize Safely in the Booster Era? In a piece focused on how to deal with Americans who haven't had their booster shots. And we all know which booster shots we're talking about. Independent Substack journalist and New York Times bestselling author Glenn Greenwald issued his reaction on Twitter, mocking The Atlantic for the headline revision. And suggesting how the outlets approach would change next year. People who have only received two C nineteen uh cookie shots are gross. I'm grateful that the Atlantic stepped up and bestowed them with a shameful new name, the unboosted, while suggesting they perhaps must be shunned along with their even more filthy brethren, the Unveed. So, obviously that guy's satire, but here's what's happening. We are, um, if you don't want another shot, you are going to be treated the same as the completely Unveed soon. That's what's going to happen, and you're going to have to go get your next one. And you'll have to get your next one after that. And there's just more and more evidence coming out that is is going to be an endless line of shots until you die. <clears throat> and I don't even mean dying from that. I just mean until you die. till you're 70 or 80 or 90. You're just going to get them until you're dead. And some people are okay with that. Which is uh, amazing. Um, now... What else can we take a peek at here? Um, I've got something about the Pfizer CEO, um, but I didn't want to go to that one yet because I have been seeing stuff about people saying, oh yeah, okay, so a week ago, a week ago, we had Pfizer and Moderna coming out and saying our shots can be reworked in 100 days. And then in 100 days, we should have our Omicron variants worked out. Or should I say Megatron variants worked out? Because we're just giving it a silly name to mess with the algorithms. Right? So, we're going to hide that on the stream. You know, in fact, I think we're done with that article. You guys get the point, right? Close it. So, 100 days. Now you may have very well seen articles already surfacing saying Pfizer actually says getting your third shot is going to be enough to fight off this new variant. Um if you thought that we were conspiracy theorists still you were wrong. The third shot is coming. It's already been in many countries for a long time. It's going to be mandatory because mm, around the end of the month, our numbers for uh, Megatron are going to be through the roof and they're going to lock you down for Christmas again. And they're going to say the only way to get out of this Megatron pandemic is to get the third shot. But that's not all. Check out this article. Oh, oh, this is from the, oh wait, oh, this is from, wait, what? National Post? What happened? I had an Edmonton Journal article. Okay then. Well, originally, guys, I saw this on the Edmonton Journal. This is not the Edmonton Journal. This is the National Post, but that's okay. Okay. Pfizer CEO sees a need for fourth shot, faster than expected to protect against this new variant. Albert Bourla had said a fourth shot would be needed a year after the third dose, but we may need it faster. CEO of Pfizer said a fourth shot. Of the V may be needed sooner than expected to neutralize the Omicron variant after preliminary research found that the V, the variant could bypass antibodies generated by the vaccine. Boom. There you go. This variant shows up on the scene and uh, it bypasses all your immunity from it's It doesn't even like natural immunity. It doesn't like, uh, uh, VEED immunity, it doesn't like any immunity it's just this unbelievably uh, brutal thing now, you can go look up the Rebel article or the Rebel interview with Drea Humphrey who interviewed the doctor that supposedly discovered this variant and she said that symptoms are different but mild and she's come out recently calling this whole thing that's happening hysteria, but That was always the plan. There's always going to be a new variant. There's always going to be mutations. That's how viruses work. I feel like this is going to be a video that gets me a strike on YouTube for sure. There is no chance that there won't be a fifth shot, right? It's just going to keep going. Unless four is the magic number to push on everybody and then they switch over to climate change officially because we know that climate change is causing heart problems and babies. Now we know that climate change is responsible for the blood, blood clots in the elderly coupled with cold weather. So that's really being said out there, guys. Cold weather from winter is causing blood clots. Just so you know. See, Laura says the propaganda is laughable, but people still believe it. My friend just got a text the other day from someone he hadn't talked to in a year, and the guy said, I hope you guys are okay and safe, and he says, oh, really, why? And he's like, Omicron. And there you have it. There are people that are still worried about the new variant. They really really truly still believe the narrative can you imagine i can't imagine i can't imagine so guys what how do we what do we do to combat this stuff well what you need to do is just go live normal lives that's it it's all you can do right it's all we can do forever so uh well let's keep reading shall we the statement comes after Pfizer, Inc. and BioNTech conducted initial lab studies which found that a third shot successfully fought the variant results that will accelerate booster shot drives around the world and may lead to use of new strain-specific vaccines. Wow! So, realistically, from what I can see here, that the new booster is just temporary anyway until they can get the strain-specific Variants ready for you. It's coming. I mean, this makes it seem pretty endless. Now, obviously, it is... It should be obvious, sorry, that... Pfizer, conducting its own lab tests, determining that you need more shots should be suspect to anybody, right? It should be, should be. But we live in a strongly deluded world, don't we? So it's not going to get there. Moving on. Close that screen. Company researchers observed a 25-fold reduction in neutralizing antibodies that fight the variant. <clears throat> wow, well, this thing's a killer compared with the original strain of the virus in people who just got two shots. However, boosting with an additional shot of the vaccine restored protection to a level similar to the initial two-dose regimen, the vaccine partner said in a statement. And it was really good. It was, like, really high numbers for that first one anyway. So, you know, there's that. The lab findings indicate that two doses of the vaccine may not be sufficient. You can't make this stuff up. To protect against infection with the Omicron strain, the company said, along with stimulating the booster push, that may increase the likelihood that an Omicron targeted shot may ultimately be required. Be required! It's necessary. Pfizer wants you to know that it may be required to help you fight off COVID variants that still aren't killing very many people. Pfizer said this would be ready by March. Wow. Just in time to roll it out and have those numbers start subsiding again and then open for summer again and then Back to the gulags. Now, there's going to be less and less of us as this keeps happening. And I don't mean people are dying. What I mean is we're going to start getting taken away soon because you have to suppress the people that are going, look, it's coming to eat you. The monster, it's coming. It's right there. They don't like that. They got to get rid of you. So, carrying on. When we see real-world data, we'll determine if the omicron is well covered by the third dose and for how long. Well, how long wouldn't matter, would it? Because at some point it mutates again, even on this level. And once it mutates again, then it, like, you know, is a different is a different variant, and so. The shot won't be effective again, right? You see the endless cycle over and over again. And look, here he is saying it. And the second point, I think we all need a fourth dose. We will all we will need a fourth dose. <sighs> Albert Bourla told CNBC's Squawk Box. Uh, here you go. He said, "Look, it's always been in the works. Look at look at what it says here." Borla previously said that a fourth shot would be needed a year after taking the third dose. With Omegatron, we need to wait and see because we have very little information. We may need it faster, he said. Right now, it's important to speedily roll out third doses for the winter to ensure immunity against the spread of the variant he added. Now, he's talking about ensuring immunity. Immunity. And we just let them have this language, right? What do we know about immunity? Being made immune to something. If you can still catch it, still transmit it, still get sick from it, and still die from it, you're not immune. So how are we ensuring immunity from anything? Oh, look at this. (laughs) Look at this. It's very clear that the Pfizer BioNTech shot should be a three-dose v. To deal with Omicron, BioNTech. <sighs> <sighs> excuse me for yawning. BioNTech chief executive officer Ugar Sehin, Şahin. I'm sorry, man. I don't know how to pronounce your name. Previously said on a conference call, it may make sense to give boosters even sooner than now than the now recommended, as early as three months after the first two doses. Said, well, what does that sound like? That sounds like if I went and got a shot right now, I'd just get them all in succinct, in succinct uniformity. I'll just go get them one, two, three, done, 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 right? This is what we're dealing with here. Really bad stuff. It's very clear. Oh my goodness. Oh. In the short term, strong antibody levels induced by a third booster dose of Pfizer's existing vaccine, branded what, ComerNetti? I didn't even know that, are likely to provide good protection for the next few months into the early spring. See how it's like this constant thing? Like it's gonna, it's got to pump you up and then it wanes and then it pumps up and it wanes and it's just everybody just is falling for it and listening to it over and over again. Endlessly is my podcast just becoming me complaining about the same thing over and over again forever. I guess it is. Um, but just giving you the standard new C-19 news, I suppose. Doug says three shots per variant. I think it's two shots per variant, you know, because you already had, you know how you had the original and that was two. And then Delta was around there. And you could have got a booster to start dealing with Delta. But Omicron, you definitely need the third one. So if you have already got three, that's good because it protected you from Delta and Omicron. But now... Now, this fourth one is really going to help you with Omicron if you haven't got your third one yet. So go get your third one. Say so you can get your fourth one soon, right? That's what it comes down to. Um, in Ontario... There are 1,000 cases, 548 vax are positive, 425 non-vax, and rest unknown. So now vax are more positive. Yeah, so right now the numbers are shifting in Canada. You're having more veed than un would but they would put forward the argument, obviously, that, well, there's almost barely any unvaccinated. So even if you do the math, you know, per capita you've got way more per capita of the population unfeed that are still getting it <clears throat> but that number is going to go like this and it'll be soon it'll be too much to hide but by that point it'll be too late we'll all have it in us right that's what's going to happen alright guys I just want to put it out there I, I listen to podcasts that's how I listen to things and so if you want to listen to this as audio or you would like me to do audio specific content, let me know in the comments because or, you know, message me on Facebook or however, comment on YouTube, however, tweet me. I guess we could you could tweet me technically because technically I'm on Twitter. Um, yes, if the Vax works, it should be zero. It should. Yes, it should. That's what it comes down to absolutely so I think we can be done with that article now guys I'm sure you've all seen the Babylon B I like the Babylon B but I, I I feel like we we needed like a moment of levity here um yeah I'm I'm stealing Babylon B's content I don't foresee a copyright strike coming up um. If I make royalties off this video, I'll give it to them. I promise. I'm I'm not gonna, but we're going to watch this together because it's hilarious. I just, wow. It, it is awesome. If you haven't seen this, you need to see it because the climate change apocalypse is upon us soon. Now that they've got you fear based and running home or in running home and hiding, and training you to go to your houses, they're going to have climate change lockdown soon, right? So anyway, this is the new Greta on the Shelf doll will track your climate sins This Christmas, get the fun activity your kids will love. Greta on the Shelf. Greta sees you when you sleep. sleeping She knows when you drive your SUV to the store Instead of taking public transportation She knows she if you've been home bad or carbon or neutral So be carbon or neutral, or carbon or neutral or for goodness you? sake I don't want you <laughs> to be hopeful I want you to run Your children <laughs> will love finding the Greta doll In new locations each day When they do, she'll shame them For destroying the world Perfect for the holiday season Okay kids, can you find Greta today? <laughs> You are destroying my planet, and you should be ashamed. (laughs) Greta on the Shelf is programmed to detect all kinds of environmental atrocities your kids might commit. Turn that light off. Close that refrigerator door. Is that a plastic straw, you monster? Next time I see a plastic grocery bag, I will... Which, by the way, guys, I live in Spruce Grove, and we are banning all plastic items. We're banning straws. We're banning all single-use plastics in Spruce Grove because we're progressive. We're better than the rest of the country. And we're saving the environment one plastic straw at a time. I will wrap it around your pets. Did you cut down a real Christmas tree? That is murder. This Christmas, get your kids the gift that says the world is ending. And it's your fault. Buy Greta on the Shelf. Today. All right. Oh, there you are, boy. I've been trapped. Unreal. Love it. Babylon B is making some pretty funny uh, videos. Another one that I would go check out is Vaccinate Me, Elmo. It is pretty fantastic. So I would go check that out for sure. The numbers. The numbers are waning. No one liked my Babylon B video. I can watch in real time the disinterest fluctuate and drop lower and lower and lower. Honestly, one thing I did notice is the the stick around time, the amount of people watching was much, much higher when I was investigating cults. And, uh, and not just doing current events with some Bible at the end, but that's kind of like my bread and butter. So I don't know. I don't know what I should do. What, what should I do? So that was awesome. Love Greta. So guys, Bill C4 has been passed. By the Senate, and I believe it becomes a law. Uh, January 8th, I think, is what I was told. So, this website is called votefamily.ca. They have an article explaining everything you need to know about Bill C-4. So, reading on. It is a sad day in Canada. Bill C-4, Trudeau's so-called conversion therapy bill, which will send parents to jail for not helping their children with gender dysphoria, transition, having their healthy bodies mutilated, or refusing to call their biological girls' girls' and boys' boys, has passed the Senate. And so, no, this is not fake. If you try to tell your child if they are a boy, If you try to tell them that they are a girl, you are breaking the law. What you're doing is illegal. And so, guys, I don't want to beat a dead horse here, but basically, if you had no backbone with these COVID issues and you caved to everything, well, I don't have that much hope that you're going to do the right thing on this. You're going, this is going to be harder to stand all the credibility you're worried about, all those things, that's gone now because you hate the transgender community if you disagree with this bill. Carrying on, what we witnessed in the Senate of Canada today was astounding. One of the most memorable moments is when conservative Senator Houssakos argued that the conversion therapy bill shouldn't have committee hearings and that the bill should be passed without debate. And then right after the Senate unanimously voted to avoid committee hearings or further debate on C four. And I believe that that is what they did in parliament as well. They did not debate it. They got a unanimous agreement from the conservative party because the conservative party motioned for it. I believe there were even some hugs happening It shows you that there is no real choice in your vote unless you vote for Maxine Bernier, who is at least saying the right things. Just keep that in mind for the next election, guys. This bill will send Canadian parents to jail and deny access to health care. Oh, I see. This bill will send Canadian parents to jail and deny access to health care for those struggling with their sexuality. Oh, I see. Yeah, like, so basically, if you suffer from gender dysphoria and you don't like it and you're seeking help to not have those feelings, you will not be allowed to seek that help. Seeking that help will put the other person that you reach out to for help in jail if they agree to help you. So think about the implications of being a biblical counselor. That is done. You are going to prison if you do biblical counseling on biblical principles. This is happening right now, for real. Shame on all who refuse to protect parental rights And in extension, the children who will suffer because of your inaction. Now, we're already getting scientists coming out and saying, um, children often hit puberty and no longer struggle with these things. So you're going to inhibit their puberty, start mutilating them at a younger age, and then when they get to that age, they don't want to be transgender anymore And, uh, they, they can't, they have to be, they have, they've ruined their lives now because you didn't want to wait until puberty. Now the whole thing is sick in the first place, but, uh, but it is especially sick because it doesn't even give the child the ability, the ability to change their mind. Our question is, where was the opposition to this horrific bill? C6, C4's predecessor had opposition to it in the House of Commons. So where was the opposition to C4? Do Canada's parliamentarians no longer value the rights of parents? The unanimous yes vote on this bill answers this question. They do not. That is very weird. Bill C6 just got shot down in the Senate last time and then they... Put this one through, which I believe is the same thing, and it gets zero opposition. So, wow, this is a great website. Uh, votefamily.ca gives you a list of all the stuff. Here's what you need to know about Bill C 4. <clears throat> Let's just take a look. So this is another attack on Christians. We can't speak against and help. It is. MRG. Who's MRG? MRG was jumping up and down cheering. I'm not sure who MRG is. Sorry. You can tell me. Laura's going to tell me soon. So family impacts. Erodes trust between parents and children as parents may be snitched on for having conversations in their own homes with their own children about their child's struggle with sexuality. If parents do not promote their children towards identifying with a sexual identity, the child feels they are at the same time. Even if it goes against their biological makeup, that conversation could be grounds for jail time. So this is way beyond 1984 in the book, in the book, 1984, Children are viewed as scary characters because they snitch on their parents or other adults and they get rewards from the party and they're heralded as heroes for snitching on their parents and adults. So this is the next step in turning the child against the parents. Now, guys, if you still have your children in public school, You're done. You're done. If your kid goes to school and comes back transgender and you do anything to suppress that, they will go back to school. And even if they don't mean to tell on you, they're going to tell someone they trust, a teacher, another student, whatever. And then that teacher is going to have the ability to call the police on you. Get your kids out of public school. Your life may depend on it now. Anyway, moving on. Oh, no. Parents refusing to assist their child's request to take puberty blockers and cross-sex hormones in preparation for mutilating sex change surgery could face up to five years in jail, and it would be time well spent. Bring it. Bring it. I will never, ever consent to this. Ever. Parents who bring their child to a pastor or therapist for counseling could face up to five years in jail. Denies Canadians of all ages the right to obtain a health care service and their conscience rights. denies Canadians their God-given right to free speech and free expression, ensures that the only treatment offered to gender dysphoric individuals affirms them as transgender and prescribes irreversible irreversible treatments such as cross-sex hormones and surgeries, prevents discussion of childhood trauma in same-sex sexual behavior or attractions. What?! Prevents discussion of childhood trauma in same-sex sexual behavior or attractions. So if someone is struggling with their sexuality, you can't even find out or dig into it. And they can't tell you if they have childhood trauma that they think is contributing to those desires. Prevents counseling, which seeks to reduce unwanted sexual behavior. Wow. Maybe applied in such a way that would prevent clergy from providing comprehensive faith-based counseling on sexuality or gender. Wow. Yeah, no, this is really bad. So here's the details. On November 29th, 2021, the Minister of Justice introduced Bill C-4, an act to amend the criminal code, conversion therapy in the House of Commons, or sorry, to amend the criminal code, conversion ther- therapy in the House of Commons, and it was given first reading. Bill C-4 amends the criminal code to, among other things, create the following offenses, causing another person to undergo conversion therapy. Causing another, like the the, the, the terminology on this, the terminology on this is unbelievable. Doing anything for the purpose of removing a child from Canada with the intention that the child undergo conversion therapy outside Canada. So, oh, so if you take them to another country to get counseling, that's illegal. So obviously the term conversion therapy is very loaded and it makes you think of something like shock therapy or something where you're, grilling the kid, and you're brainwashing them, and you've pried their eyes, eyes open, and you're making them watch videos about how to be straight, and that's what you're doing. Conversion therapy is a really, really uh misleading term in the first place, right? Doing anything... For, okay, we read that one already. Promoting or advertising conversion therapy. Oh... Receiving a financial or other material benefit from the provision of conversion therapy. What does conversion therapy mean? We don't know. It also amends the criminal code to authorize courts to order that advertisements for conversion therapy be disposed of or deleted. Oh, man. Bill C4 amends Canada's criminal code, making it a criminal offense to practice talk to practice talk therapy, or what it has been referred to in the past as conversion therapy. Okay. The bill criminalizes counseling for Canadians who identify as LGBTQ plus wanting to reduce unwanted non heterosexual behavior. Oh my goodness. The difference between the Liberals' previous attempts at passing a conversion therapy ban via Bill C-6 and Bill C-4 is that Bill is that C-4 does not allow any Canadian, regardless of age, to get help in reducing unwanted sexual impulses. This could include the use of pornography or other avenues used to express sexual impulses. Oh My goodness, you can't even see counseling for pornography addiction. Whereas C6 only made conversion therapy an option for heterosexual teens and minors, gay or lesbian teens seeking similar help would have been criminalized. What? This unconstitutional law has the power to criminalize parents, pastors, and therapists. Read Bill C-4 here. Government bill, House Commons. We're not going to read that whole thing. Standing against Bill C-4 is standing up for the rights of all Canadians and their right to seek professional help when wanted. Parliamentarians and senators just denied Canadians this. So, I'm yawning again. I'm very sorry, Mom, if you're listening. Um... Oh, you want to know what? Oh, Michelle Rempel Gardner. Yes, Michelle is M.R.G., who we mentioned earlier. Michelle Rempel Gardner is is uh, is 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 as leftist as they come, and yet she parades around as a conservative in the Calgary area. But there is no concern The Conservative Party is not conservative. That's over. Remember, right? What is the link that I am reading? I'm going to post it in the comments, Anna. And um it's from votefamily.com or sorry, votefamily.ca and it's very easy to get to, but I will post the link in the comments for you. And there they are, they're in the comments. Boom. So um oh I believe something. Oh, I see. I'm not going to read those comments out loud. You can go read them if you want. She's posting them publicly, but she just knows someone who's struggling with this right now. And Well, you're not going to be able to get counseling uh, for it unless it's from a pastor who's willing to break the law uh, to uh, do the right thing, to teach the right things to your child. That's what it comes down to. It's over. (sighs) Oh, And Rebel News has a petition to overturn the conversion therapy bill. Right there, we'll put that up for a minute. You can see, um, you can see from Bill he's posted the pe- uh, the petition there. You can go check that out if you want. That's in the comments on Facebook. I'm almost guaranteeing that's basically where everybody watches me. So go check out the Facebook Live comments if you want. To go sign that petition. Thank you, Bill, for posting that. Now, guys, real quick. My problem. I nah, let's be serious. I if I'm talking, it's not quick. So we're just gonna make sure my logo's out. Um. So. I've been having some really great discussions about the stand that I'm taking, and a lot of people have told me and my other friend at work that they really respect the stance that we're taking. They really respect what we're doing, and it's given me the ability to explain the gospel to people, talk about why I'm doing it talking about the fact that you have a God-given right to provide for your family. This is a violation of human rights that's happening from a corporation who cannot do this to me. And the fact that they are doing it to me is fine. I will leave if we lose, and they make us leave because I am not caving to this. Now, there's been a verse floating around, though, <clears throat> and uh, I have never had it directed at me. Um, I've heard of it being directed at other people, and I've uh, recently seen someone uh, applying it to themselves. Now, if you're going to apply that to yourself, um, I believe that you're wrong. Now, I want to go back to why we would take a COVID shot, right? So, although it pains me to say this, and I I use the word legitimate very, very loosely because I still believe it's foolish and unwise, but the only reason I think someone should take a COVID vaccine or, well, well, it's too late. The COVID cookie is if they are convinced that, one, it will help them have immunity. Two, it will stop the pandemic. All Basically, if you believe the mainstream narrative and you're taking it for that reason, that is the most legitimate reason to take it. I'm not saying it's legitimate. I'm not saying it's smart. Because it should be obvious that the, the, those things aren't true. What the government told you about taking the shot is not true. It's obvious. But if you took it for those reasons, I I I'm I'm sympathetic to it because you you believe you believe that it's going to help and so therefore you took it because you believe the narrative not great don't again don't think it's wise but um you did what you believe is right i guess is the way to put it cuz i don't think taking it is inherently sinful i mean i think i've had this conversation on here before now reasons to not take it Um, because you know, what's in it, you know, what it's doing and you know that it's a lie, right? Um, (sighs) so I need to be careful with working through this because there are people that I respect that I've come to different conclusions in me, and I think that they're wrong. That's all there is to it. Now, this verse that I'm referring to is in 1 Timothy. It's 1 Timothy 5. We're reading from the LSB tonight, which is probably what I'll be using all the time. It reads... I might, I might use the NASB sometimes just because I miss my other little square Bible, you know? But anyway, 1 Timothy 5.8 reads, But if anyone does not provide for his own, and especially for those of his household, he has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. So there are people that are taking the shot and citing this verse. This is what they were convicted about, that if they refuse... To take the shot. Um, if they refuse to take the shot, they are denying the faith and are worse than an unbeliever, because um, they're you know are 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 are, uh, are giving up their income. Okay, so how does that work? Are you denying the faith because a company's trying to rape you? and put you into submission, right? So you're not, you're not, you're not, you are, you are not denying the faith and refusing to look after your household. You know, um, the other one, um, Uh, hold on a second here. There's the other verse. Um, if a man doesn't work. Second Thessalonians 310. Nope. Yes. There's also this one. Second Thessalonians 310. Um, I wasn't going to read this one, but it popped into my head. So we need to check her out. Second Thessalonians three ten, it reads this: uh, For even when we were with you, we used to command this to you. If anyone is not willing to work, neither let him eat. So that one has been thrown around as well, and so you've got this concept of there's this man. Oh, what is that? Terrible. Okay, there's a scuff. So, um, well, Bill, I agree with you. I, I'm, I'm kind of fumbling over my words here because I'm, I really want to be careful with this because because I care about the people who have come to this conclusion, even though I think they're wrong. Okay. So you've got this concept of a man who doesn't work, shouldn't eat, and someone who. F- fails to provide for the family is worse than an unbeliever. Now, the government is trying to impose something on you. Now, that thing that they're trying to impose on you might not necessarily be a sin, but if you know that it's a lie, if you know that you're poisoning yourself, if you know that it's part of a, a global agenda to get everybody on a QR code tracking ID system and you take it so that your life stays at the same comfort level that it's at you are wrong end of end of story you do not buy into the system to spare comforts you don't you can't how could i how could i do that that is compromise beyond all belief you are not you are not um you are not refusing to work you are not failing to provide for your family they have taken your rights from you and what you do is you go find another job and if you have to move into a smaller house you get a smaller house if you have to move into your parents basement with your kids you move into your parents basement if they'll have you with your kids but you don't let someone rape you just so you can have your kids now make it easy what if it's a sin What if there is a sin that they're trying to make you do later? What if, what if, what if you and your Christian wife, what if you're in an Islamic country and they hold a big knife to your wife's neck and they say, say the Shahada, I believe that's how it's pronounced. It's basically like the Islamic version of asking Jesus into your heart. Obviously it's not that, right? Say it, deny Christ. Or die. Or your wife gets her head sawed off with this big knife. Now, that one's really easy, right? Is it though? Is it? You know, Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they could have just kneeled and not believed it in their hearts. You can say the Shahada and not believe it in your hearts. You can deny Christ. And not believe it in your heart. But Christ says that if you deny me before men. You are denying him. Even if you don't believe it. You must. You must defend the truth. At all times. That extends to defending the truth. Believing the truth. There's forgiveness for any sin. But look. You must look at your wife in the eyes. And you must say goodbye. Goodbye. Because you cannot deny Christ. And your wife, I know my wife, she would look at me and she would nod or something like that and that would be it. She would be going to heaven. Now, the argument, and I, I've, I've, early on I thought about this, maybe I do just take the shot. Like, what? Who cares if I'm poisoned to death? I'm doing what I need to do to provide for my family. I'm, I'm being poisoned. They can they they can take my body, but they can't take my soul. All that stuff. I get that. I I I, I was there at one point for a day or two. I have verification of it. So Um oh, So that is a really cut and dry case. But I know what my wife would do. She would tell me it's okay. And she would tell me. That you can't deny Christ. You can't. And so. Taking the shot. Is not denying Christ. I'm not equating the two. What I'm saying is. Is if you know the agenda. You know the lie. You know it's not helping. You know. That. 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 It's an endless cycle of shots for no reason. And it's definitely not to end the spread of this virus. If you know that and you take it to spare your livelihood, you are wrong. You're denying the truth. You're capitulating with a lie and you are indulging people in a delusion. In fact, and maybe I need to repent of this. Maybe I shouldn't have been wearing a mask in my work clothes. Um, maybe I should have been maybe I should have been um, not worried about getting fired for not wearing a mask in a gas station in my work clothes, with my logos. Because are you not encouraging all of those people in a lie? Are you not encouraging all of those people in a societal delusion? It's just like the conversion therapy. It's just like it. You do not encourage people in their delusions. Now, I have gained, I've heard this said, I have gained credibility with the people I work with because they see a man who's willing to lose everything for what he believes is right. I'm not pumping myself up. I could care less. I can't go get it. I can't do it anyway. Like, nothing could make me physically ill. Like, I even if I had caved in my mind to it and I thought, okay, I got to go look after my family. I don't know if I could go through with it because I despise it so much because it is pure evil. And if you are engaging in this, why would... Now, es- eschatological issues aside... And I can apply it to a post-millennial reference anyway. But why wouldn't you just take the mark? Well, I don't actually mean it. I don't actually worship the beast, but I have to be able to buy and sell. Revelation 13 says you'll take a mark so you can buy and sell. Would you do that? Would you buy and sell? Or would you do it to buy and sell? <laughs> I wouldn't. It's going to be really hard for those people that are here who don't want to take the mark. Now, if you're a post-millennial partial preterist, you believe that Caesar Nero was the beast. Okay, I can handle that too. They had to go and they had to say Caesar's Lord and they had to take a pinch of the incense. and I believe they, right hand. I believe, you know, they'd wipe it on their heads. And so that's where they think the mark is right hand or your in your forehead or your forehead, right? Mark of the beast. And then there's a saying with that, not even a pinch. You give a nothing to Caesar that is not Caesar's. You don't get to confess Caesar is Lord and pretend all those Christians All those Christians at that time that had to do that to buy and sell could have just been like, I'll just, I'll just, I'll I'll just do it. I don't have to believe it in my heart. No, they didn't. They were not indulging other people in a lie. They certainly weren't indulging the King in the lie that he was God because Jesus is God. Only Jesus is Lord. And this if you believe that these things are bad and they are hurting people and it's deliberate and there's an agenda then you should not take it. End of story. Oh man. Yeah, and Bill is just he's saying oh uh, yeah, <laughs> like uh Listen to, uh, I'll read this comment first. So, Anna says, Been many times, she, it's been many times that she wants to take the shot. I want to do fun things. It's hard. I'm tempted, but I got to hang on. Many tears have been shed over this, especially losing my dream job. Yeah, I mean, like, look, I can only potentially make half of what I used to make. I think like my options aren't that good, especially because anything that would pay me um, for something in my field is being affected by the mandate from the company that I'm getting let go of. They're effectively stopping me from doing work for other companies in the thing that I've been trained in for 15 years. Right? So that's what's happening. De- Bill says, Devin, come on. The choice to take the shot to provide for your family is like taking a job as a prostitute to provide for your family. See? Isn't it? If you know what the vaccine is. See? You know what's funny? Uh, I have this uh, comment about uh, the owner of my company. You know, what's the difference between... Um, between Harvey Weinstein and that person. Well, Harvey Weinstein rapes you to get a job. Um, My company rapes you to keep a job. That's the difference, right? So, be a prostitute, right? I see the shot as that bad. For those of us that believe we are putting our bodies at risk and our soul at risk. Well, I don't believe the shot would inherently put your soul at risk. Right? I, I, I'm sure I'm sure you agree with me. I, I know what you mean, right? Um, and I've got some great comments. Never taking it. I don't care what they take away. I have the blood of Jesus. Exactly. You have the blood of Jesus. Now, I've heard it said many times. I needed to take it so that I could provide for my family because that's my duty. No, it is not. God has, yes, given you that job as the man of the house. That is true. But your job is to do what you know is right. And then trust that God will provide for you. Do you believe God's going to provide for you if you lose everything? I do. I have to. It's over. It's too late. I'm being put on leave. I don't even, even if I wanted to go get it, I don't have time till the end of the month to get the second one. So I'd be getting put on leave for some amount of time anyway. (sighs) I just saw a guy, by the way, um, I got sent a text. It's a reliable source. He's in the U.S. military. He he was doing his own self-test, this guy, and he was in the back of the room and no one was looking, so he just took out his test, straight out, put it in the sample thing, sent it in without even touching it, and it came back positive. So that's really happening. Um... Bill says, why would anybody hurt their body to keep a job? You must love life and not harm the temple of the Holy Spirit, your body. Yeah, you know, like, so there is there is something to be said about, you know, like, here's another thing where I, I just don't think we've really thought of that much. is, What if you take it and now you have uncontrollable seizures or uncontrollable tremors now? or you're in the hospital with heart swelling. What do, what do we do with that? Then you took this thing to provide for your family, and now you're going to lose everything. And you can't even go work now. What about that risk? You have a body until you're dead. And I'm not angry at, like, I'm not angry at at, a, at, a, at, at at like, having a conversation with someone did make this happen, but I love that person. I'm not mad at them. I just wish that they saw what I see, and I hope that that person's okay, and that nothing happens. Like, there's so many issues, guys. There's so many things. Think about this. There are people who have autoimmune disorders and are going to naturopaths and they know that when they spend time with vaccinated people, they're being injured from it. I know someone who's like, has a thyroid issue and they're like, every time I'm in a close proximity, my thyroid hurts. I know what that pain feels like because I have that issue. Like your decision to take a shot to provide for your family might literally be killing the woman or man you sip aside slowly. You don't care about that. Do you care about that? I mean, I, of course you care about that, but you didn't know about that. Now you have that in you and these 14 day trials for when shedding ends. That was just when the trial ended. So they made it 14 days. All these things are viewable. (sighs) I'm going to read Bill's comment here. I scrolled back to find it. Actually, I will put it up on the screen because it's a good one. Taking the shot to provide for your family is wrong. Actually refusing the shot and sacrificing your career is the ultimate sacrifice. Those that take the shot to provide for their family may as well steal to provide for their family. Both are bad choices to provide for your family. Yeah, basically what it comes down to is if you're not taking the shot because you believe... Like, if you're vaccinating against uh, job loss, then you sh- I don't believe you should be taking it. Now, there's room for grace, love, all those things. But this is where I'm at, and I can't defer from that. And too many, too much, I'll say. Too much are we making it this personal decision where this is the conclusion that I came to uh, and and you can I can come to this conclusion and you can come to this conclusion this is like the weaker brother only eating vegetables and yep, that did make me more patient and loving towards the people that I disagree with it did because if they're wrong I have to love them as the weaker brother and if I'm wrong, they have to love me as the weaker brother but I believe that this is one of those things where only one of us can be right. And here's what it comes down to. Again, last time, I'm going to explain it again. If you take the shot because you believe it actually works and you weren't coerced into it, that is a legitimate reason to take the shot. Even though I think you're wrong, even though I think it's foolish and obvious that it's not good for you, and it's a lie, and it's a scam, still makes sense if you believe that it helps that you would take it. I can go, okay, I can get behind that. If you take the shot to spare yourself discomfort, that is not a good reason to take it. My pastor could have done Zoom church. My pastor could have... um could have signed his condition so he could go home and then he'd just have to stay away from church for a bit. And instead, he decided to spend church away for a bit in jail, away from his wife and his children, in jail. He laid it all down because of doing the right thing or what he perceived as right. And guess what? There are Christians that came to the wrong decision on that as well. And we would still believe that they're believers. Lots of them. I mean, you know, if they have orthodoxy and, you know, but they justified why church should be closed all of these things. And yet, and, and yet my pastor still did this. And so it wasn't this cut and dry thing. It wasn't just a cut and dry thing. Someone's asking me to sin. He came to the conclusion that it would be sin to close the doors of the church. Now, you could make an argument that that's objectively true, but there are plenty of people that don't think that it was objectively a sin to to keep your church closed. I'm not even sure if James objectively thinks it's a sin to keep your church closed, I just know that he was convinced that he would be sinning. Um. So there we go. Now. The Holy Spirit. Oh, I've got a story here. Oh, wow. (sighs) Oh, no. Um. There's some good stuff in the comments, guys. So, my dear friend Patricia, whose whole family watches me now from when I can... Well, everybody who's on the same page, Bo, all the daughters and everything, right? Hi, guys. <laughs> oh, She reads a story here. My Christian... Or she wrote a story here. My Christian husband had a high priest, Satanist witness to him. The... Wait witness to him there's a typo there witness to him in stony plain we have to pray against the evil in this area do you guys live in stony plain i thought you guys lived in sherwood park correction he tried to witness to him there you go so um wow someone tried to evangelize him for satanism that's that's amazing um so guys what is the right thing to do now Anyone who disagrees, anyone who's come to this other conclusion that I'm saying, if they believe the gospel, we're, we're brothers. I'm, I don't, I don't, I'm not mad at you. We are brothers and I love you. Okay. Um, and I hope that me being passionate and loud, um, doesn't make anyone think I'm mad at them or doesn't, um you know, mean that I don't, it doesn't mean that I don't love them, but I am wholly convinced that you should not take this thing. And I even had some pushback because I said every person who goes and gets this for the wrong reasons makes my life harder. That has been, that has been met with some, uh, with some, um, incredulity we'll say, but I guess the reason why I put it like that is this. If 50% of the population said, no, we're not going to take it, end of story. It's over. Florida, Texas, done. Doesn't matter what you do. There's too many of us. But we went from like seven people in my department to two or possibly three. I'm not sure where the other person's at. You know what I mean? Now, two, they can get rid of me. can they get rid of us. Easy. Gone. Seven? Seven in my department? That would have been a real, real bad thing for my company to deal with. Here we are. It's over. Right? So... Your decision. Your decision. Christian... To get vaccinated, to spare yourself some discomfort, makes it harder for those of us taking a stand. That is true. I still love you, though. It's okay. Now, guys, what is it that we're fighting for? It's the same thing every time, man. It is who is God of my body. It is the Lord Jesus Christ. That is all there is to it. Jesus Christ is my king. Jesus Christ is who... I want to die for in return because he died for me. I will lay down my life for truth because Jesus is truth. That's it. End of discussion. End of discussion guys with that. I think I'm going to end for tonight. Um, I really appreciate everybody showing up watching this live stream and you know if there's anyone out there who who uh who believes me to be wrong i'm i'm willing to talk i still and i like i say i still love you so guys with that i will end the live stream um pay attention to my new outro music i'm not sure if i like it i might spruce it up a little i might move it down the mix i might pick a different techno song but i found this one myself from a royalty free youtube channel and i really like the pulse I'm glad that you're encouraged. I hope that I am a help somewhere to somebody. See you guys later.